Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 17 and we pray our way through four different subjects, worship, Psalm number 14, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. So we're going to start with an opening prayer, worshiping God for His graciousness. That's what we're focusing on all week, His graciousness. And we'll be in John 1, verse 14. It says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's pray. Jesus, you became flesh and you dwelt among us. You became one of us. You came from an everlasting, amazing place, and you chose to begin life here as a helpless baby in a cradle in the dirt. And we've seen your glory, glory that was much bigger than that cradle. And you are the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. That's what we're honoring you for this week. You are being full of grace. You are a God who is full of grace. That's what graciousness is. So grateful for that. I need that. We all need that so very much. As we sit down and kind of walk through this prayer time together, I ask specifically for me that you would slow my thoughts. Let me be able to get what I need to say out because it feels like there's kind of a block in my speaking today. So help me with that. Spirit, guide my words, guide my thoughts. Let what we say today be honoring to you. Let everything we do in this place be honoring to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We are in Psalm 14. Is that right? Yeah, Psalm 14 today. It is written by David. It is a lament, as so many of the Psalms are. And this one is lamenting the pervasiveness of wickedness, of wicked people in the land. Not something that we have a hard time relating to, right? We can relate to that. This is a twin psalm, very, very, very similar to Psalm number 53. It's called A Portrait of Sinners, and it is for the choir director of David. So let's get started. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They do vile deeds. There is no one who does good. The Lord looks down from heaven on the human race to see if there is one who is wise, one who seeks God. All have turned away. All alike have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Lord, there are still fools who say there is no God. They are corrupt. They do vile deeds. There is no one who does good. Now, I sure hope on earth that you are finding one who does good in our day. But when you look down on the human race to see you're looking for people who are wise, who seek you, who do not turn away. And as, we, as I think about that, as we're kind of deep in the, the wisdom messages from the book of Proverbs in our other broadcast, it's interesting to me that you're looking for one who is wise and you define that by one who seeks God. All have turned away. All have become corrupt. There is no one who does good. Lord, let us be an exception to that in our day. Let us be people who do good, who seek you, who do not turn away. Will evildoers never understand? They consume my people as they consume bread. They do not call upon the Lord. Then they will be filled with dread, for God is with those who are righteous. You sinners frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but the Lord is his refuge. Lord, evildoers won't understand. They consume your people. 
That's their goal. Evil wants to consume anything of God. They do not call upon the Lord. They will be filled with dread, for you are with the righteous. And Lord, let us not say that in a way that is prideful or self-serving, but instead is humbling. Lord, help us learn to be righteous. Sinners frustrate the plans of the oppressed, but you are our refuge. You are the refuge of the righteous. Oh, that Israel's deliverance would come from Zion. When the Lord restores the fortune of his people, let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. Lord, you are the source of restoration. That's where it comes from. You are the source of our restoration. And we pray that our deliverance would come. Whatever struggles that we are having, whatever whatever way that we are coming up against those who are against you, whether that is in the spiritual realm or the physical realm, I pray that you would restore our fortunes and then let us rejoice. Let us be glad. In Jesus' name, amen. We are praying this week against our pride, and we are going to do that from two verses in Proverbs. We're going to hit a lot of Proverbs today. This one is Proverbs 11.2 and Proverbs 8.13, and we are praying against pride in our own hearts. 11.2 says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. Lord, we are disgraced by our pride, and I pray that that would not happen in our lives, that you would create in us humility. You say humbleness and humility is wisdom, but when pride comes, there comes disgrace. And I pray that you would develop humility in us. And that's a dangerous prayer. That prayer feels like one of those things when you pray for patience, you get circumstances that grow your patience. I'm not sure I really want circumstances that grow my humility, but I'm more afraid of the sin of pride than I am of the situations that you will bring in my life to develop humility. I pray that you would do that, that you would develop humility in my heart. Proverbs 8.13 says, To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate arrogant people, evil conduct, and perverse speech. Lord, you have stated that you hate pride. You hate arrogance. You hate evil conduct and perverse speech. But right now we're looking at pride And Father, as we think about that, I don't want you to hate things that are in my heart. Like I don't want to be cherishing things that you hate. Maybe that's a better way to say it. I don't want to be holding on to, to be participating in, to be cherishing, to be holding close things that you hate. And so get rid of the pride in our hearts. Help us to see it. Help us to know the steps we need to take to root it out and let us be rid of it. In Jesus' name, amen. This week we're praying for wisdom in the arena of race as we talk about our culture. We have one verse today. It's another verse from Proverbs. It's Proverbs 19.20. And as we're asking for wisdom, we need to understand that wisdom comes from God. And so we're looking for that in our culture, in our own lives. So let's read that. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Father, wisdom is a process. It's not something that we get a lightning bolt zapped full of wisdom. So I ask that you would encourage that process in us. Draw us to the seeking out of wisdom. Draw us to crying for understanding, for seeking for it as it's a treasure, as our verses in the next broadcast will be. Help us to listen to advice and accept instruction that we may gain wisdom. Father, I'm not sure that we really do a lot of seeking advice, listening to advice, and accepting instruction in our culture. 
And I pray that we would do that. I pray that each of us, as we think about how we respond to our culture right now, how we respond to things in the virus, how we respond to racial unrest, how we respond to the idea of racial restoration. Lord, I pray that we would be willing to listen to advice and accept instruction. I pray that we would do that from godly sources. I pray that you would guide us to the instruction and the advice that we need to take because there's a lot of advice out there. There is a lot of things that we could be listening to. But help guide us to the right voices, to the right instruction, to the right advice that comes from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I will be back again tomorrow with another episode. But until then, know that my heart is, as we pray these scriptures together, that we will both grow in our prayer lives and that God will answer these prayers in mighty ways, that he will guide you and me in our own individual circumstances. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us these words. Amen. Amen.